Go to www.financialmommies.com. You can go there and um, order the book. This book is, um, is with me and a bunch of other amazing women. We got together to give our advice on how to, you know, um, how to deal with challenges at being a business owner, being a mom, how to just, man, balance it out and be the best you can be. And don't let anybody stop you from going after your power and your purpose. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the How to Live with Life Insurance podcast featuring me, the financial mommy, my colleagues and partners in crime, Damone Smith, the fly insurance guy, and my boy, Ladaris Hunt, the walking asset. We're here today to talk to everybody about how to live with life insurance, how to use it as an asset in day-to-day life. And it ain't always if you die, it's what if you don't. So welcome to the show. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing today? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Tonight we're gonna talk about this episode. I know, right? Tonight we're gonna talk about the different types of life insurance. We're gonna talk about all all of the different life the types. It's just really three, really the main ones. So we're gonna talk about those three and the benefits of those three. So we're just going to go into depth, you know, have a little dialogue and talk about each one. So, hey, I'm going to hand it on over to my boy, the walking asset. Hit him, Ladaris, hit him. All right. So, everyone, how you doing again? My name is Ladaris Hunt, and I'm going to introduce whole life insurance to you. So whole life insurance, also known as traditional life insurance, provides a permanent death benefit coverage for the life of the insured. In addition to paying the death benefit, whole life insurance also contains a savings component in which cash value may accumulate. Interest accrues at a fixed rate and a dividend rate on a tax deferred basis. So the key takeaways with whole life insurance is it lasts for an insurance lifetime as opposed to term life insurance, which is for a specific amount of time. Whole life is paid out to a beneficiary or beneficiaries upon the insurer's death provided the policy was enforced. Whole life insurance has a cash savings component in which the policy owner can draw or borrow from. Cash value of a whole life insurance policy typically earns a fixed rate or a dividend rate. And then any outstanding loan balance and interest reduces the death benefit. All right. And and that's pretty much whole life insurance in a nutshell. I advise everyone who's listening today, get your notebook and pen out. So that way you can make a better oh, yeah, decision with your insurance advisor. Let them know that you know a little something here. I guess it's uh I'm up and we're gonna talk about term life insurance. Yeah. Now term. term life insurance is the type of insurance product that pays the beneficiary of the policy throughout a specified period of time, like Ladera said. There are two types of terms, simple and convertible also known as conversion now simple term life insurance is uh that's life insurance for for a specific time a specific period of time if the policyholder dies during that time the life insurance company pays the death benefit to the beneficiary 
Now, convertible term has all of the makings of a simple term policy, but it allows you to convert some or all of the death benefit to permanent or whole life insurance without the need of a new medical exam. Now, convertible or conversion term has a slightly higher premium than simple term life insurance. You also receive a conversion credit. Now, we all know what a conversion credit is. That was a joke. We don't. Conversion credit, uh, you receive a conversion credit once you switch to from term to perm. A conversion credit is a premium reduction offered in response to the higher premium for the permanent policy. Okay, now a few uh, key points once the term expires. So what happens is the policyholder has a few different options. They can A, renew for another term. Now, once you do that, the premium increases after every term, just so you know that. So if you just say, if you have a 30 year term after it renews, the premium increases uh, quite a bit. Now, mm-hmm. the second option is to convert to permanent coverages if the term permits and uh the third option is uh you can just allow the term policy to lapse so you don't you know renew it you don't have to pay on it anymore and you're done your uh, specified term is done mm-hmm. now there's sometimes there's sometimes another option or rider if the company you're with offers this type of term policy it's called return of premium term life insurance now, what return of premium is, also known as ROP, um, it's an optional add-on to a term life policy that refunds the premiums you've paid if you were to outlive the term. So just say if you have a 15-year term return of premium policy and you outlive the 15-year term, then all of the premium you paid into it will be refunded to you. Now, in most cases, ROP policies, ROP term policy premiums are a bit more expensive due to the company taking more of a risk by possibly returning all of the premium you've paid over the course of several years. So here are a few key takeaways in regards to term life insurance. Term life insurance guarantees payment of a stated death benefit to the insurer's beneficiaries if the insurer dies during a specific time, the specific term. Specified term, I'm sorry. These policies have no value, like Ladaris was uh, speaking on in regards to cash value. They have no value other than the guaranteed death benefit and feature, uh, they don't feature any savings component as found in the whole life policy. Term life premiums are based on a person's age, health, and life expectancy. And depending on the insurance company it may be possible to convert term into whole life insurance and you can purchase term life policies that last from anywhere between five to thirty years Mm -hmm. just a heads up in a nutshell that's term life insurance guys so me myself i'm going to talk about i'm talking about universal life (laughs) i'm talking about term and perm and they get married (laughs) <laughs> term. I'm talking term. about term and whole life getting married so I'm going to talk about that so universal life insurance pretty much entails it gives you kind of what you what I say more bang for your buck you're able to get the high death benefit the high amount of death benefit and also you can have an account 
that goes along with the universal life policy and that accrues some amount of cash value. So you have different types of universal life. You have one, just your plain universal life. You know, it's not too much gambling in it with the S&P and nothing like that. Just plain universal life. You can have the high death benefit with a little bit of cash value, maybe like 2%, maybe you have that 2% cash amount that goes along with a universal life. Then you have what's called a GUL guaranteed universal life most of the time a guaranteed universal life how it goes it it grows cash value but what they say is you can only get it sometimes like you can only withdraw from it like the fifth year 10th year 15th year when you're dealing with those and sometimes a gul can only cover you sometimes up to age 85. a lot of times a guaranteed universal life can go up to age 85 so and then the most popular in the regular world the most popular universal life is the index universal life which everybody's talking about you will you i mean i-u-l so with the you said, I, I caught that <laughs> so with the index universal life you kind of gambling a little bit with the s p 500 and a few other indices you know you might be gambling with the european market or whichever you decide to allocate part of that premium to go into so with also some of the best benefits when it comes to a universal life policy, you have what's called a no lapse guarantee NLG. That means that it's kind of that policy stays in place. It, it's going to stay in place even if you don't pay the premiums. I ain't trying to tell y'all that, but that's the truth. Sometimes you don't pay the premium. Hey, you, be, you might be good. It'll still mm. be in place, but you got to make sure depending on the, the um, company that you get that universal life with. So you that's one of the great benefits is the no lapse guarantee clause that goes with that. Then guess what? The premiums are flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't tell everybody that when it comes to a universal life. So say, for instance, you know, and the I'm going to explain the downside to the flexibility of the premium, though, too. That's the good part. Say, for instance, you start uh, IUL out with $500 a month. And remember, policy design is very key when you're doing an IUL, especially if you're doing it for the cash value gain. So how it's designed. So if you're doing an IUL and the premium's $500 a month, say, for instance, you're a business owner, you hit mm, a rough patch or whatever. It's easy for you to call whatever carrier your IUL is with and be like, hey, man, I need you to lower that joint to 250 a month. I'm having a hard time. I'll catch it up on the backside. So that's one of the great one of the great benefits of a universal life policy is the flexible premiums. So I try to talk to a lot of business owners because a lot of times, you know, our money go like this sometimes when you go on the business. Mm-hmm. So it may not go you know as you want 
But at the same time, your advisor should also let you know, ma'am, I know you just lowered that premium to 250, but when your profits get back up, hey, we need to make sure we get back so that cash value will be where it's designed to be for you when you do get ready to retire. So that's with the flexible premium part of uh, having an IUL. And then another great part of having an IUL, like all of these, all of these products, you have the, the chronic, the critical illness writers. A lot of companies automatically add those writers to these policies. Not all of them, but the great ones do. Mm -hmm. So be very careful. <laughs> company you go with and with ask about the, the riders like sure. ask about the riders and ask how they can benefit the you riders and... offer yes mm -hmm. so be very careful yeah. when you get in your term your whole life and your universal life policies where you're purchasing them from what carrier so and and that's pretty much the gist and then another part of an of the universal life family is called a vul that's a variable universal life policy. Now that product right there, I can't really go too much into it because I'm not series, I'm not securities licensed, but that's a straight gamble. Huh? Straight rolling the <laughs> dice with the VUL. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the for the VUL. But like I said, the main thing is the no lives guarantee, the flexible premium, and always the great riders that go along with it. And with an IUL, you get to pick, like I said, hey, you could go in and say, you know what, I want to change up parts of where I want my premium to go. You could do it monthly, you could do it annually. How you want your premium broken up and what um account you want it to go into. Most mm -hmm. basic accounts with IULs are normally two percent to three percent. That's basic guaranteed growth for that product. And some most companies with their IUL, you have what's called a floor. So even when the market dips, you don't dip with it, you stay right there at the floor. The floor, you hit the floor knock you out you don't lose though you wake sometimes up sometimes it can bounce you up and down but you don't have to go you have to worry about going to the basement exactly <laughs> so you will not have to go in the basement because most companies have a floor and a lot of companies have a one percent floor so you know there are companies that even when the market tanks no matter what you will be credited one percent so mm -hmm you know on and, and any when you're gambling with the s p with parts of your premium so those are some of the great benefits and how iuls uls guls and vuls work what do you say is your favorite product out of them all that you have on yourself not so much what you recommend to your clients but what product do you okay. say is more conducive to your lifestyle which one of the products do you have do you have more term do you have more whole life or do you have iuls what do you like for your your lifestyle and for your family uh well i have uh two big terms and i have three nice size uh whole life i don't have i had an iul I don't have you have IUL two big convertible terms i don't have any simple terms convertible convertible, two big convertible terms. terms and i look at um 
well for myself it just made sense because you know i can if you if you know anything about term term is the cheapest uh of all three uh of the products that we've discussed it's well i'm not gonna say cheapest it's the least expensive of all three but the convertible term you can like I said, you can convert to whole life without the new medical exam. It takes your health from the uh, time of inception of the term, convert it, and then you can start working on everything Ladera stated in regards to the uh, benefits mm-hmm. like cash value, paid up additions, paid up additions, cash value, many different things. But I started off when I got into the insurance industry because like a lot of us, I had no knowledge of insurance or life insurance and how it works until I got into the industry. And then I saw how other people were structuring their life insurance. So I started uh, reading up on uh, the different types of life insurance. And it made sense to start off with the term because I was uh, honestly ignorant to the entire concept of life insurance. So I uh, researched convertible term. And initially, uh, my first three life insurance policies were all terms, all three terms. Once I got, you know, my career going, the money started coming in and then I convert them and start. uh, So what I did for like five years straight, I purchased big term life insurance policies and then eventually converted uh, three of them over. Locking in your insurability. That's what you can do with terms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's that's all we got. Locking in my insurability. And I was, I was what? 13 years younger so health was totally different so and mm-hmm. i can convert the other two terms i have right now based on the information i uh medical information i gave 13 years ago nice so yeah that's for a me, huge for me, benefit a lot of people the, don't talk about a lot of people don't talk about that and shout out to my clients, man, because a lot of them, um, I know we weren't talking about clients, but quite a few of them, they purchased like nice size convertible terms years ago because it's uh, less cost effective. And yeah. now they're converting them and some has had major things going on, not life threatening, but it doesn't matter because they locked in that insurability years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. So I'm... Um, I'm big on whole life, though. Just to, to the, the, the short answer, I'm big on whole life. For, because That's the one benefits. of your favorites, That's though, is the whole life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The, my convenience term, my favorite is whole life. Okay, there we go. What about you, walking asset? So, as far as personally, so I own a universal life policy that my parents took out on me when I was like 12 years old. I've owned it all, all these years. And um, so I have that. And then I recently started my own whole life policy specifically designed for early cash value for the infinite banking concept. So for right now, between the two, I would say the whole life policy. Um, the reason okay. being is it's earning a higher rate of return than my universal life right now. And to be honest with you, the agent that designed my universal life policy for my parents back then did not know what the heck he was doing. And to be honest with you, I'm actually in the process of going, to, I'm going to convert that policy. Cause it's probably, probably about to start bleeding out and j- taking the cash value mm-hmm. for the cost of insurance. Yeah. 
Well, that mm-hmm. th- that's one of the things, but but it's not really building cash value the way I would have liked it. Yeah, it's a U.S. Yeah, that's and just interest rate. Yeah, like when I when we first started it, mm-hmm. um, like I, I'll never forget. Like everyone talks about the infinite banking concept, when I, when I finally realized it, I was like, but wait a minute, I actually did this in like 2001 because I literally took out a loan against my policy. To put to you to five thousand dollars out of my policy to use as my down payment on my condo, and then I just paid them back. So I actually was doing the concept before it became popular. Didn't even realize it was this whole you know concept. But um, the policy now, uh, at the time, the agent did not really educate my parents uh, regarding funding of the policy. Like you have to max fund it in order for it to work. Yeah. They, they were, know. they have been basically just paying the minimum amount every year. Yeah. And so when I took over the policy and I've, I've had complete control of it since I was like 22 and I was literally doing the same thing, just paying the minimum into it. And it wasn't until I got into this, you know, more involved with life insurance and started educating myself that I realized I've been messing up because I've been I could have been stacking some money in this thing. Yeah. And so now I'm doubling back and I actually have to set up a, a meeting to talk with them about, you know, what can I do to probably dump more money into it if I can? Or if I, I can't, then I'll just con- uh, convert it and do a um probably do it end up doing an I, another I, uh, IUL. Whatever and cash I, you got in there, do a ten thirty five or, or just yep. do a straight replacement. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I plan on doing. So I'm gonna have a actually meet with the agent in a couple of weeks to talk about the growth and the funding and see what I what options I have, what what they can offer me to save it. And if there's nothing, then I'll just convert it myself. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 But I, like like the I'm Same a big question, whole life pilot person. Though. I love whole life. Dividend paying whole life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dividend yeah. paying whole life. That means you love mutual company. What he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I believe in what we call the 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 circle. I believe in the mm-hmm. beginning you start off with a, a high value term, and then the term is we call it the circle. So at the top of the circle is temporary. So you get uh-huh. like my very first policy, though, because my mom, I'm a second generation insurance person. My mother's been in insurance since before I was born. So that means I'm 51. So that means she's in insurance a long time ago. So my mama, <laughs> believes right now the life. <laughs> you know, my mama straight OG. So she believed in whole life. So my very first policy was a whole life policy. But as I learned more and I became a mother, one of the first policies I decided to get was me. Uh, uh, like, I think my very first policy was half a million in term. I had had a kid. So, you know, Lord forbid something happened to me, my baby young. I didn't want my mom or, you know, my parents strapped for cash. So at least I had a half a million in the bucket for my shorty. 550,000 because my very first policy was a $50,000 whole life. And then as my assets grew, I added more term, convertible term. Of course. 
convertible term, which, you know, as I get older, I can convert. So I believe in having, you have the amount of term because you have all these temporary things. You got the kids, they got to go to college, you know, because they can't afford to lose you at the top of the circle. Then once you get to, we'll say 65, then that's when you would be using all of your whole life policies because most terms are what they are. They're temporary. Temporary things are you go to birth the kids, paying off property, kids got to go to college, you know, all of that. By the time you get 65, them people better be grown and they don't need all that money. But, mm -hmm. you know, you are still converting some of it because you still want to leave a sizable amount to your, your um, family you know to your beneficiaries so i i have everyone every policy possible i have whole life participating whole life i have iuls and i have big bank term convertible term mm -hmm. so i believe in every last one of them and i made sure that i wrote every type of policy on myself so that way i'd be an expert and know how they work so when i'm sitting with my mm -hmm. clients I can say, hey, I got this, and this is how it's been working for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I believe in having all of them. Mm -hmm. And that's very important when you're working, when you're working with an advisor that they have what they're selling you. Yep. Yeah. Because if they don't have what they're selling you, then the question is, well, why don't you have it? Yeah. And, and one thing that I encourage people when they're coming into our business. I mean, I've sat across from so many new people, um, just being in leadership in some of the firms I was with, new green agents, the first thing they come in, they try to tell me, they were like, Ms. Harmon, well, where do I get started or what do I do? I go, did you write the policy on yourself yet? I do mm -hmm. insure food. No. Well, you need to go get the medical and get you some million dollars on yourself. Lock in your insurability. Mm -hmm. You know, you cannot promote and market anything that you don't know anything about. Well, I don't, how, how you going to be 22? How you going to be 22 coming into financial services? And the first thing you'll say, well, I don't need life insurance right now. Get out. <laughs> Everyone needs some type of uh, protection. You know, you have Everyone to needs learn what these products protection. do. So that way you can educate your clients. And one thing is, it's about being confident about these different um, products that we just talked about. Every company's term, whole life IULs, yeah, they perform differently. Some perform better than others. You know, every company don't always have the same interest rate for their basic account. You know, they go up and down sometimes, maybe up one credit or down one credit. So make sure when you sitting down, you hold your advisor's foot to the fire. Hold them mm. accountable. Mm -hmm. You giving them your business. You matter. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're providing protection for you. You are your most valuable asset. Mm -hmm. You are your most valuable asset. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. You are because your family need you. So, you know, it's important that you know what term does. I believe in having all three, especially if you are a parent, mm -hmm. business owner. Mm -hmm. 
you you are a part of any type of business whatever you should have some of these things because you want to make sure you have your own life insurance portfolio everybody talks about an investment portfolio let's build life insurance portfolios that's what we gonna do here and how to live with life insurance podcast we gonna help you guys build life insurance portfolios how about that Yes, indeed. And I always remember the best life mm. insurance policy to have is the one that's in force when you die. When you die. Hey, yeah. oh, sweet, oh, that's a bar. Say that again, bro. <laughs> the best life insurance policy to have is the one that's in force when you die. Because ain't none of this we saying gonna matter when you land on a cold slab. The only thing that's gonna matter is how's your family gonna be gonna continue to to go on and the last mm-hmm. burden they should have is a financial burden so the best policy for you to have is the one that's enforced when you check out mm-hmm. 100 agree uh, i guess i guess that's the show anything else guys not on my end great oh, job as always also, guys the, the commercial uh I know y'all have already uh, seen the commercial, but um, Miss Financial Mommy, can you show them the book? Go to www.financialmommies.com. You can go there and um, order the book. This book is is with me and a bunch of other amazing women. We got together to give our advice on how to, you know, um, how to deal with challenges at being a business owner, being a mom, how to just, man, balance it out and be the best you can be. And don't let anybody stop you from going after your power and your purpose. Mm. I love that message. The realest thing ever. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yes, indeed. Congratulations. Congratulations, Financial Mommy. Thanks, Thank you. Okay, you guys. Now, what three types of insurance did we talk about tonight? What you talk about the most? Uh, that's for myself. I spoke on. I spoke on term life insurance. What you talk about, Ladarius? Whole life insurance. And I talked about universal life insurance. And what you say, Demone? The most important life insurance to have is when you when you die. When the one that's enforced when, when you die. When you when your number called. The one that's enforced when you check out. That's right. That's the most important one to have. So hopefully we shed some light on the different types tonight. So you guys make those informed decisions. And thanks again for tuning in to How to Live with Life Insurance podcast featuring me, Financial Mommy, the Fly Insurance Guy, and the Walking Asset. You guys enjoy your evening. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care.